band? Talk radio? Yes, talk radio. So boring, man. For uh, March 18th, 2020, doesn't really matter what date it's for anymore, uh, I am Brutes Pataglia, um, of, I don't really know. I guess the north side, and I guess I have two other jobs once society resumes. You? Um. I like, um. I like sports. There's no sports right now. Mm hmm. I go to school. And there's no school right now. Mm hmm. And I work at a restaurant. Mm hmm. We're closed. Right now. Uh, if anyone's wondering, um, currently right now, myself and, and uh, James and John Chozik are having an NHL 20 tournament online. Um, <clears throat> so, it's split up into two divisions. Uh, one East, one West team for each. And so James in the, in the well I guess in the East, uh, I'm the Leafs. And James is the Flyers and John is the Lightning. And... Um, in the West, uh, I am the Stars, and James is the Vegas Golden Knights, and John is the Edmonton Oilers. Um, currently, the Stars sit at two and one. The Golden Knights, I guess, sit at two and one. What are you? What are you? Two and two? One and two? One and two? That was your first win, was it? One and two. No, I I beat not with Vegas. Mm. Mm. I don't know. And um, actually, I got it all right here. Uh, this is Laced Up, a hockey podcast, and we're trying to bring you the hockey content that we currently have. Uh, the Golden Knights now sit at 1 and 2. Um, we could start a Twitch channel. And yeah, I was, I was going to say, maybe we'll put the, the link to the Google Doc up, and you guys can just uh, follow along at home. Dude, what the fuck? You know? This is this is nuts. It's weird. Do you like to do anything else besides um, hockey? I'm... Well, see, like the good news is for me... Well, it's not good news, but I mean, like, one thing for me is there are things around the house that kind of need doing, so I can do those things. Like, my room needs a kind of a revamp, you know, so I'm going to do that, and um, at some point in the next week or so, I want to shovel the area around the fire pit, because I want to have, like, some fires outside, because it's kind of like, well, yeah, why not, at this point, so... The thing that would stop me normally during, like, the very early spring, late winter from sitting outside, other than the temperatures, would be uh, being busy and there being snow. And if I just get rid of the snow, I'm, I'm certainly not busy. So. Yeah. I don't know about you, like, how, how, I mean, at the time we record this, there are no confirmed cases in Thunder Bay, but I, it's going to be any minute, probably, that one gets confirmed. Are you... How how much time have you spent at home in the last few days, I guess, is my question. Well. I mean, you still had to work Monday night. Yeah. Last week I was house-sitting. So, 
Yeah, pretty much just all of Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. But you didn't really leave the house yesterday. Not really. I got home from work at about 4 on Monday. I left early. And I didn't leave my house again until about two hours ago. And it was only because I figured that it might be my last haircut for a few months and I needed alcohol as well. Because that's one thing I... I like uh, how you didn't say it was your last alcohol for two months. No, I'll get a hold of it. Yeah. We're stocked on various boozes, just not many things that I like to drink. You know, my mom likes to have company during the summer. So her 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 liquor cabinet's quite stocked. So, like, that's fine. But I personally drink beers and wine and, and you know, I need to get them myself because I, I, you know. It's a good time to find yourself. Perhaps, I'm a, I'm perhaps, a you're, a, yeah. perhaps you're a Scotchman. I, we were talking earlier I might invent a new drink while while we're... Oh. been putting uh, Baileys and Drambuie in my coffee. It's pretty good. Good, nice post-dinner, like, dessert coffee. Okay. Should we talk about everything? All right. Probably. When we, when we last left off... Uh, in happier times. Yes. San Jose had announced that they would be playing games not in front of fans. Which feels like a million years ago. That... Their first home game wouldn't have even happened yet. That would have been tomorrow. That like that's how that's how slow time is moving right now. That that would not have, they wouldn't have even started playing in front of an empty arena yet. It's only it hasn't even been a week, has it? Dude, it's been like three days, basically. Like I know on Can't do it. Friday it was starting to look like this was gonna happen, you know. And Saturday I went to work at the bar. And come Sunday, like, which was three days from when things had been kind of normal, I'm, like, worried about going to work the next day. And I I went. And, you know, whether I should have or shouldn't have, I don't know. But, you know, I was very cautious, though. Like, people were coming up to me asking me questions. I was walking away from them and answering them from a distance. You know, like, like, there are people shopping still. Coming into a fucking sporting goods store, shopping. That was two days ago, and now we're out. We we went. We had to, we had to go into public today. There's nobody out. You know, can't do it. Not gonna make it. <sighs> Not gonna make it. So I, I I had I had had one thought, which is that someone has said that the entire 2002. Uh, Eastern Conference quarterfinal Leafs vs. Islanders series is on YouTube. The entire games. All of them. Um, I'm probably going to watch those. I'm going to watch that series back. I might wait till April, so it feels more like playoff season. It's fair. Yeah. yeah. i got to try not to overexert myself. What have you What have you done? Like, are you... Other than this tournament that we're going to have, what have you done? Like, what are you going to do to occupy the time? i got some... Some books I might read. I still yeah. have some homework, which yeah is something is good. I um, um yeah I have a lot of books that I have not read. At that, well, I shouldn't say a lot, like not a lot, but like enough to like fill some time. I probably have half a dozen in the house that I've I've never read that I bought with the intention of reading and just never read. I know I have like Rob Delaney's book from like seven years ago. I read the first chapter. I still haven't read Down Goes Browns. I'll probably end up doing that. I have Jay Onright's book somewhere. Theo Fleury's I, I read, but I want, I've want i always wanted to reread it. Um, you know. So I, I've got some books too, uh, you know. Yeah. 
I have uh, my favorite book of all time is The Road by Cormac McCarthy. And I, uh, I want to reread it. The issue is that, for those of you who are not familiar with The Road, neither the book or the movie, um, it is about uh, a post-apocalyptic um, world in which uh, father and son are walking to try and basically survive. Uh, I don't think I'm going to read it now. Because it's probably, although it's my favorite book because I think it's written unbelievably well. Uh, and I love the style of Cormac McCarthy. Uh, it is also the most depressing book I've ever read. Mm. So, I think it's a great book. But, I might read On the Road by Jack Kerouac again. That That's that's more uplifting. Those are happier times. Simpler times. Yeah. About hippies and drugs and, okay. you know. Yeah. Different, different, same roads, but different Outlooks, you might say. Hmm. I'd rather live in that world. <laughs> so the NHL uh, obviously suspended play on, on Thursday. And kind of what happened was everything rolled really fast on, on Wednesday night when Rudy Gobert tested positive for coronavirus. Within, I'm going to say, 30 minutes, the NBA announced that it was suspending its season. Um, not just canceling those games, but that, you know, the season is done. And I don't know if you saw footage of a lot of these arenas, basically people going over the PA saying that they have to cancel the game and that everyone is safe and to please go home and file out orderly. And it was just a bizarre sight to see. And then Thursday, you know, was filled with all day TSN, um, them sitting in the studio debating what's next and what's going to happen. The NHL makes the announcement finally that it is pausing the season is the way that they, they chose to... Um, We're not chose to word. We're pausing. We like the word pause better. What's the difference? Is that because suspensions in the NHL uh, usually are followed with a lot of anger? Well, you know how, like, when you're sitting at home um, watching a movie and you need another beer. We're just going to hit pause. You, you pause it. And then you go get the beer and you come back and it's, it's very happy. But if someone suspended your account while you're watching the movie... I can't watch the movie. I love that they worded it at that time because I do, I do agree with the way that they did it. Like I think you know I think I think they did it rationally. We all knew Thursday morning there was no chance that those games Thursday night were getting played. But at least the NHL sat down and just said, "Let's make sure we're all on the same page here and make sure we all understand this." They make the decision to to suspend it. But I like the idea of pausing it because. At the time, it, it made things very optimistic sounding. Now that you look back on it, it's kind of hilarious he said pausing, like as if this is actually going to resolve itself in a few <laughs> a few weeks. You know what I mean? Like, it will be back to normal April 1st or something. Like, this is, uh, this is a, it's not a, it's not a long-term decision, but this isn't a short-term thing either at this point. It's kind of how things have evolved over the last, you know, few days. You know, the world is kind of planning for somewhat of a shutdown right now. I, mean, I, I have to ask, I'm assuming you agree with the decision, or agreed with it at the time at least. I'm sure now you do, but... Yeah, yeah. Because it, that was like a funny a, thing, right? It was, it was one of those things, as soon as the NBA shut down, it was... You it's had over. to do it. Yeah. It's over. Like, and, and it, it's kind of ironic that this stupid thing that Rudy Gobert did, in reality, may have actually saved a lot of people in a way because now you know what i mean this might have been something we kept going on for for another week or two 
until they shut things down. Like, like we this was Tuesday night. You and I did that podcast, I think. Monday or Tuesday night. I'm sitting here telling you that I'm going to Winnipeg, that there are games going on. You're sitting here telling me that you think things are overblown. And then literally the next day, shit hit the fan. Mm-hmm. And it was literally like, that's how quick things are moving. And, you know, good on everyone for reacting the way that they did. Because I think things are headed in the right direction where... You know, it's going to help contain things. This week's going to be interesting because I think there's going to be, you know, a lot of cases of people are going to get sick this week. And it's going to be discouraging and we're going to think that we're falling further behind. When in reality, that's just kind of how things spread and, you know, it's inevitable, right? Like, it's the numbers are going to shoot up in the next few days. It is what it is. You know, it's it's terrible. But, you know, you you want, ideally, in a few months for this to, like, kill... Next to no one, no one in Canada. And then, in a few months, we're like, well, it didn't, didn't even hit Canada. No one died or anything. And I'd be like, yeah, that's great. No, we were we were wrong. We overreacted. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'd rather this look like an overreaction than look like an underreaction in the course of history. You know? Yeah. I mean, if they were smart enough, you know, not that I'm speaking ill of older generations, but if they were smart enough in 1918 to shut down certain cities... To, to prevent the spread of the Spanish flu after so many people died. You know, like, like we should be smart enough now, considering that we can get a hold of each other in a matter of, like, seconds now, as opposed to back then when you had to send a pigeon carrier to talk to a mayor, like, five hours away. Ooh, pigeon camera. Mm. 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 Um, it's the right move. It's It was done at a time. Like, I think if, if you tried to do the whole empty arena thing, it was just going to make a bad situation worse. And, yeah. Like, in a way, we're lucky, I think, right? Because I think a week ago... We dodged a, a bullet. I think way. a week yeah. ago, that's the right decision. And I'm willing to admit that I was wrong. I mean, you know, it's not my job to write, be right about these things. I I'm, I don't claim to know very much about the spreading of infectious diseases. Right. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. I have an English degree. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know a lot about medicine short of what I've read on web, web MD and articles. So, you know, and house I've seen a few times. Um, it's always lupus, but I think that, you know what I mean? Like, like we didn't know. And now we know. And now I think this is the right court of course of action. And I'm, I'm glad that we're being a little bit careful. I mean, I feel like I've maybe, you know, I'm approaching this a lot more carefully. You're you're going to leave today, and I have no intentions to see anyone other than my mother for several days. Like, I don't... You know what I mean? I'm good here. I'll stay here. I don't feel the need to venture out and do anything right now, you know? I'll go for a walk every day. That's about it. I, I'm fine with this, and I think that it's the way that we should. Because if we want things to be back to the way we want it, we need to do this now, you know, and, and if we want to be back to normal in a few months, going to our concerts and doing things like that, it's up to us to kind of put our head down and do this now. I mean, it could be a lot worse, mm-hmm. you know, like I, 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 I don't love the meme, but there is some truth to it is the people like that meme that's been going around about, you know, your grandparents went to war and fought for your rights and literally all we're asking you to do is sit on your couch right now. Like, you know what I mean? And I do agree with that to a point. Like, it's like, if this is what you're asking me to do to help people, I can certainly have a beer and watch Toy Story 4 on my couch. I'm good with that. I watched that last night. 
I have not seen it. I loved it. I love. I knew I wasn't never going to hate it. Imagine me coming on here being that big of a film snob and just being like, ah, you know what? It was overdone. It was boring. Let's get some new characters. Woody, Woody would be in a dump by now. You know what I mean? Like nothing like. I didn't you know? love the character progression, um, but I found it Rex. I found it in Toy Story One, Rex was the a very <laughs> sporadic, very uh, free bird. If you what, will. what 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 would you say? Top top five characters in Toy Story in the, in the in the in the Toy Story cinematic universe. Where does Rex rank? Would you say? Because he's up there, right? Like I I I'm a big Rex guy. Ninth. Yeah. Wow. I honestly think Rex might be my favorite, like non <laughs> non essential character. To be honest with you, okay. like I think I think for me, it go. I think I think I've decided as of the Toy Story four. That I think, I think Buzz is my favorite character, but I do like Woody a lot, and you're supposed to. I think those are your automatic one twos, but after that, I, I don't know, man. It might be Rex for me. I'm wow. a big fan of this fucking. I love that bit. I think it's so funny, the fact that he's just like freaking out all the time. It's the perfect voice, right? Oh God, I'm blanking on his name. He's a he's a Howard, isn't he? I think so. Oh, he passed away. Oh man, no, you know he's, no? he's still going. Anyway, like, what? Well, well, who would you say is your favorite non-essential Toy Story character? Like, Slinky. Who, who's you like? Yeah, Slink. Who voices him? That's um, not Jim Varney, but the other guy. That's, <laughs> uh, he plays the pool teacher in um, in Community. I don't know why that's my go-to for him. He's the been in a pool teacher, the billiard teacher. <laughs> remember you remember you know what I'm talking about vaguely you, you've vaguely. seen Community right? I have Your community it's been guy. a while um yeah that sounds right I don't, I don't know uh, I didn't memorize the cast of Toy Story when I was young and I never really looked it up since then I just I just kind of assumed those voices are those characters mm-hmm. I, I like that Rex brings this sort of uneasy um feeling to the to the movie like he he's always sort of nervous and I think that it's uh, Wallace Shawn is his name I think um I think it's important, you know, I think it, it adds to the story that he's just so uneasy. It makes everyone else a little more uneasy. He's freaking out about all these little things. Uh, yeah, Wallace Shawn as Rex, I, I think that's my that's my guy. He's my guy. My guy. Okay. And I forgot, um, Slinky used to be Jim Varney. Now it's Blake Clark is his name. That's the gentleman who plays him. Because they have similar sounding voices, so. Yeah. Hmm. I loved it. I thought it was great. It's fantastic. I, I I don't know why I haven't seen it yet. I just haven't really got there. I'm gonna have lots of time in my hand coming up. So, um, not to spoil too much for you, but um, Bo Peep makes a return. Uh, she is in Toy Story Four. Was not in Toy Story Three. Really? So I don't know if I would have noticed that. Yeah, at the end of Toy Story Two, uh, spoiler alert, uh, Bo Peep is is given away, and you know Woody's romantic interest is not there. For, for Toy Story 3. The hell does she go at the end of Toy Story 2? They are reunited. Well, she's she's given away. She's she's relegated to the box of of Value Village toys, essentially. But she's back for, for Toy Story 4. I'm very happy to hear that. Mm-hmm. Great cast. Uh, not to spoil too much for everyone, but Keanu Reeves makes an appearance. Uh, Jordan Peele. Keegan-Michael Key. Uh, Carl Reiner's in it for a bit. Carol Burnett. It's a good... Uh, it's a good cast. 
Good. Well, I'm yeah. glad you had a good time watching Toy Story. I had a nice time. But yeah, so basically what I'm saying is if this is what I've got to do, I'm, I'm fine. Uh, you know, I'm going to watch Doctor Sleep tonight. I'm good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Doctor Sleep. Yeah, big shining guy. There you go. Um, are you... Because I, I just kind of said that I'm... I don't know if I'm overly optimistic right now, but I'm, I understand that this is going to be a bit of a long-term thing that we're going to have to deal with. Are you optimistic in there being a Stanley Cup champion crown this year, I guess, is where I would go. Because I, 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 I think it's really naive if anyone thinks that this regular season's going to get finished. Um, at least the way that it was intended to, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't see teams playing 11 more games, 13 more games, or anything like that. But are you, you know what I mean, are you optimistic that come summertime we'll be watching hockey on our decks with our barbecues and our, our um, bonfires? The late game, there'll the be, sun will still be out. There will be a champion this year. Okay. Um, owners love money too much to pass up. And it, it's pure profit for them, right? The playoffs. So it'll get brought back in some capacity. And you're right. It won't. We won't get to 82 games this year. We might get a condensed, you know, everybody gets to 74 games. And then we call it that. And, and then there's the jump straight to the playoff idea, which I think... Is is probably the way to go, but you can't do it the way it is currently. Like you'd have to have a, a little play in round or something, and then probably go down to like <clears throat> best of three for the quarters, probably even the semis, because there's just not enough time. You look at uh, how long the playoffs usually takes. It's roughly not quite two months, um, and to do that when you're coming back and. Uh, I, I think May is very optimistic. Um, everything would kind of have to go exactly according to plan for that. So even from May, you're talking July, which in the big picture isn't too much of a setback compared to finishing in the first or second week of June. But yeah, any any longer like well, you, you just, can't you can't start dribbling into the end of August because then you've got camps opening yeah. up in September. Yeah, and that's a thing, like, you know, the NHL said today that they remain committed to an 82-game schedule yet next year. Yeah. And whatever they have to do to ensure that they get that 82-game schedule, you know, barring anything unforeseen anyway, um, they're going to do it. And so, what's the latest that that we can really start a playoff round and, and still start the, the NHL season next year re- reasonably on time? And... The latest is is probably May fifteenth. I, I I don't see how you can really make a, unless you really condense the playoffs, best of threes, um, you know, or if we're gonna do best of five, best of seven, eight teams are making the playoffs, and that kind of becomes a slippery slope within and of itself. So, you know, like it's one of those things, though. Like I don't know how much, and I genuinely am saying this, and I might be wrong. I don't know how much teams are really going to raise a stink right now if the NHL is just like eight teams make the playoffs and we're going to do it because, like, at the end of the day, it's better than nothing. And if you if you feel like you're ripped off, it's either that or we don't play at all. But no matter what, you're not playing in the playoffs this year. I'm sorry, and it's just the way it is. And sure, you know, if Jeremy Jacobs and the Bruins weren't in the top eight. He would lose his fucking skull. I understand that. But what else are they supposed to do? You know, like, if they want to do it, 
then they should do it. And I have to be quite honest with you. Like, I understand in this league of where upsets are possible. I'm looking right now. I don't see any way other than maybe Dallas that a team outside the top eight in the league win the Stanley Cup. I don't think any of those teams are capable of winning four playoff rounds. I just don't. What's, your, what's the top eight? And currently? so the, the top eight right now are Boston, St. Louis, Colorado, Tampa, Washington, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Vegas. Number nine is Edmonton. Number ten is Dallas. Eleven is Carolina. Twelve is Toronto. You know what I mean? Like, like I definitely see all of those four teams I just named winning a round or two. I definitely see, you know, Columbus is a team that could scare you. Like, And it's not just because of last year. Like, just because of the way they play. I get it. I genuinely believe the Stanley Cup champions coming from those top eight teams, though. If they if they were to play now, if they were to play before, if this never happened, you know what I mean? In a perfect world, on Earth 2, where the playoffs go on as normal, I it's those eight teams, I think. Are those those you, the, one of them's winning the Cup, I think. And I think to say any of the other ones are is a really big stretch. So to me, I would understand it if they limited the field. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm not. I don't think there is a right answer right now. You just kind of... You know, if if things go back to normal quick enough, I don't. I think that's the way they have to go. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there is merit. I will say this: to best of, of three series. Yeah, there's merit to it. And if that's what they want to do and make it more like a you know like a, almost a March Madness style thing where it's just like quick, like you know you got to be on these next three games, otherwise you're you're fucked. I'm fine with that too. It's just. They're going to have to get creative, no matter what. I don't know if there is a right right or wrong answer right now, because I don't know how much time we're dealing with. That's the problem, you know? If things aren't back to normal till July, then I don't, I don't, I don't know that we should play the playoffs, and if we're going to, it's probably going to need to be eight teams best of three. Because, you know, I, I've seen this argument... And, you know, I'm trying not to read very much of sports Twitter right now because I really don't care. And I almost don't even care to talk about this right now. But, like, the argument that, you know, come July, you know, if if they push back next season a little bit, to push back next season to make room for this, I don't know if I agree with that. Then people's coming in and saying... Well, they would have just had three months off, so they don't need that additional time between the season and the playoffs. Which, the whole argument is they're trying to make best of what they can with what's left of this year. Next year shouldn't suffer because this year got fucked. And so, I don't agree with people being like, you know, finish the regular season in September and start next year's regular season at the end of October. Like, just because Boston you know, won the Stanley Cup or something because on this, you know what I mean, on this abbreviated playoff, that it shouldn't completely ruin their year next year. Where some of their guys, you know what I mean, are still nursing injuries from the playoffs. It just ended four weeks ago for them. And all these other teams have been sitting by six months training, ready to go, fresher than ever. You know, it's not really fair. So I don't really think that they should eat too far into July with this and, you know... That's when it gets tricky. Yeah, I I don't see them going that long. Um, I would imagine that the NHL is going to have to come up with some sort of some sort of plan that takes everything into account while at the same time, you know, providing 
protection for the players. I, I wouldn't be surprised if when they come back, we are doing this in empty arenas. And that's how they well kind of speed the process up. And oh, oh, for sure. But but even even in saying that, I don't think there's any way that this gets played in front of fans, first off. I, I don't think there's any way. Um, but even within that, you know, is, is May 15th putting the players at risk still? Because where where is the virus in, in eight weeks from now, right? And if it's still, you know, if there's still cases in Canada and in the U.S., which there is going to be in May, I, I don't think they should do it. And that that's where I'm at. Like, I, 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 I mean, if it's one or two. But you know what I mean? Like, if it's, like, reasonable, reasonably still spread, it's still out there. We've learned that it's so contagious that I just, I think it's an unnecessary risk to really start bringing big groups of people back together. Um, especially right now, and I, and I think this is incredibly unwise, but, you know, it's easy for me to say this, that... The players are kind of allowed to, not allowed, they have to clear it, but are still allowed to, like, travel out of their market and, and kind of go home and do things like that. And not saying that people shouldn't be allowed to go home, and I'm not saying that they're any different, but, for example, Kasperi Kapanen is living with his girlfriend for the time being, and I don't know what their plans are, who's going to be at their house and shit. Like, it's just one example of a guy, he's not quarantined. Say what you want. He's not isolated. He's not quarantined. They're going to still be doing shit. He was at a fucking restaurant the other day. Like, you know, I'm not blaming the guy either, but I'm just saying from the NHL's perspective, if you're going to let them do that, I don't know how you can reasonably say in eight weeks that the risk is zero. Because if they're going to be doing this the whole time, they're going to be coming into contact with other people. It's reasonable that it gets spread again. You know? It depends how far everything goes. It's, it's really speculative. But I just think, you know, any risk is too big of a risk right now. And almost anything sounds like too big of a risk if we're talking, you know, less than eight weeks with or without fans. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, I don't know. I, I Maybe I'm too optimistic, which is rare for me. Um, yeah, that is. I just, That's unusual. I, I, look at, I look at the money thing. You're looking and... for hope. I see no, I agree with 31 you greedy old men that are going to find a way well, to make this happen because they're losing money right now. I won't I won't throw 31 owners into that. I do think that there are owners that have a bit of a head on their shoulder with this kind of stuff. You need to remember that the team that is in first place by a large margin in the National Hockey League is owned by Jeremy Jacobs, who I'll say it is a horrible human being. So, um yeah, things could get interesting for sure with some of these old men. Right. But, you know. I don't know. Yeah, well. Some of them are not terrible people. We'll see. Um, I, th- I think at the end of the day, there's there's a champion this year. It's not going to look the same as every other year by any means. And uh, when your favorite team wins it, pre- be prepared to have the asterisk conversation with everyone you meet. So Yeah, and that's... That's a tough thing, but, I mean, you know, it's secondary right now. Ottawa Senator player confirmed positive with coronavirus, so we'll have to see what happens there. Obviously, you know, a little bit of risk that it could be spread inside the Senator's locker room and organization. There's not really any way to know right now, but more than likely when we were still playing games that this player probably was carrying the virus at the time, and, um, you know, they, they... we're around each other, 
They were around other teams. The Senators' last game that they played was on March 11th, which was only a week ago, against the Los Angeles Kings. Um, the Ducks the night before that. So um, a large consensus on the internet seems to be, hopefully it's not Bobby Ryan or Craig Anderson, which obviously not hoping, uh, you know. I, I wish, hope that I, Thomas Shabbat's got it. I wish, yeah, exactly. Like I, I wish it was nobody. But, you know, obviously Bobby Ryan's gone through a lot. More so with Craig Anderson because his wife has a compromised immune system and hopefully, you know, I wouldn't want Craig to have to deal with that right now because I'm sure they've been going through enough the past year and a bit. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the first confirmed case and, and I'm imagining there's going to be a few more before we're we're all said and done here. Yeah. No, it's just the way the virus works. There's probably a dozen guys with it. I just don't know it. Right? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too, right? Like how many how many things are we all carrying around on a daily basis that never, you know, never end up attacking our body? And mm-hmm. um, but you're a carrier. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like it just goes back like like a little known example. I know how, I don't know anything about medicine, but I do know a few things. Um, for example, like I had mono back in the day, and it starts from a, a viral infection that like uh, it's something like seventy percent of people are carrying all the time, and it never goes away. Called Epstein Barr. And most people carry it. It just doesn't attack your immune system. But some people it does. And it's, you know what I mean, it's very easily transferred kind of thing. It's one of those things where, you know, there might be, I like, you know, you never know. And that's why I'm staying at home. <laughs> it's great. We can come to them, the the listeners of the, the podcast, in their homes without actually going to their homes. Yeah. Speaking of which, March 26th, our live show at... <laughs> Um, Kager, we're having a Kager. Yeah, yeah, block yeah. party. Yeah, yeah. Sleeping Giant Brewery offering delivery. You said, eh? Clutch on on or orders over forty bucks. C L U T C H Clutch. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna get boring for sure. It's gonna get boring. It's, it, it is gonna get boring. It's it's gonna get boringer before it gets. More, more At least the weather's getting nice. You know, in a bit we can Literally, just sit outside. One of my thoughts is, yeah. you know, because this is a great time of season like, for a pandemic. Here's the th- oh god. Here's the thing: is like when I have people over, generally we're outside. Like my house is small, so I don't really have people over indoors a lot, aside from you. So like, you know, I I can have people over in the backyard for a fire and sit far away from them, and I'm not going to come anywhere near them, and you know. Do you think we could go... Can I use your bathroom? No, just pee in the neighbor's yard. Don't go in my house. Do you think we could go, go golfing if they spread the tea times out a little further? <laughs> I know I will. Yeah. Um, what else is there? Is there much else for hockey? I don't think so. No? I got a quiz for you. Oh. It's hockey related. Okay. It's theme related. Okay. You want to do that now? You want to wait? You got something else? No. Well... Do a quiz. I feel like I'm forgetting something, though. I feel like there was another thing. Well, the nice thing about this pandemic is that if you remember, we the can nice thing hop about back on pandemic. tomorrow and do this again. Yeah. Um, we don't have anything going on tomorrow. Yeah. Or the next day. Or the day after that. Might be... Uh, or Saturday. Might be doing a few over the phone here. Well, we'll see. I like how you're the one that's worried and I'm, I have the immune I'm system. not really... No, I'm not, I'm not worried about you. I don't really care. It's just like, you know... I don't know. Okay. All right. It is one of those things, like, I mean, you know, A, what is the sense of us getting together to do this ever anyway? Like, it is something that we could do over the phone, but also, like, 
what else am I going to be doing that I'm not going to be able to actually get together? So, you know, we just need to sit farther apart is all. Okay. Yeah. That's that's fair. Anyway, your quiz. So I got a quiz. I got uh, I got ten seasons, and I'm looking for the scoring leader from these ten seasons. I thought it was going to be something like uh, what infectious disease did. Fernando Pisani had And or the something. thing that these 10 seasons have in common is that they all were NHL seasons that took place the same year as a global pandemic. So, uh, um, we're going to go back uh, to 2013-14. Is the Spanish flu going to be in here? Okay, we're going to go backwards in time here. Snip, so. Snipsy McClusiquin? Yeah, close. Okay. So we're going to start in 2013-2014. First, can you tell me the pandemic? I won't count you for 2013, for 2014. Yeah. I feel like Ebola was 2016. I'm going to go, uh, was that H1N1? That's incorrect. Uh, Ebola was, it was the, Ebola was the one we're looking for. It killed 11,000 people. Ebola's fucked, man. That, that would be fucked. I can't imagine. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. Oh, that. that's Ooh. fucked. Uh, so yeah, who led the NHL in scoring in 2013, 2014? I'm so checked out of hockey the last week that it's like so I gotta keep you fresh. Like yeah, no, I quiz. fuck, I, gotta... I couldn't. You, I can't even tell you what team people were on who, right now. I'm checked. Who are players? Who who plays? 2013, still? 2014. The who won the cup? Kings. It wasn't a king. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jeff Carter. I. Oh, I feel like Crosby wasn't playing. I feel like he was hurt. Not really having many other names. I'll go Crosby. That's correct. Yeah, hundred and four points. It's always a fair guess. That's fair. <laughs> okay, never a bad guess. Uh, we're going uh, one year earlier, mm. 2012, 2013. H1N1 for the MERS outbreak. I've MERS. never heard of that. Oh, okay. What is MERS? Uh, Middle East Respiratory. That sounds Central. made up. No, MERS. Yeah, it was on House last. Uh, I, I'm watching House. Made up, and it was on. Uh, you know, remember the episode of House? Where the, the the guy is really grumpy all the time, and he's got the daughter, and she's always yeah, grumpy all the time. Has. And and he he sips the coffee, and then she goes to school. Camel flu. Camels have antibodies. Yeah, I'd hope so. Believed they are a living animal. Well, for for to fight this, but interesting. Okay, uh, I killed about eight hundred and fifty people. Uh, who led the NHL in scoring in twenty twelve twenty thirteen totals? Who, in 2012-2013? Yeah. Lockout short in season? Yeah. Wasn't it Martin St. Louis? It was Martin St. Louis with yeah. 60 points. Look yeah. at this. You're on a roll. Yeah, two for two. Well, that's my guy. You're two for two. You're infectious. Um, Jesus fucking Christ. 2009-2010. Your uh, graduation year, I will add. H1N1 was ravaging the world. I was busy. Killed the... Uh, worrying about how I was going to get to the grad party. Killed a little over half a million people. Holy fuck. Yeah, it's just a flu, though. Um, who led... Fuck. Are you going to go Sidney Crosby? Uh, that's incorrect. We were looking for uh, Henrik Sedin. Ah, oh, ugh. 112 points. Ugh. There it is. Bit of a gap here. We're going back to 0203. You know what it is. Yeah, I know. Here it is. Holy shit, was I ever scared. Did not kill a lot of people. Only 760 deaths. Uh, SARS. Yeah. Yeah. I started having panic attacks when I was that age and thought I had SARS because I was fucked. like short of breath. Man. And it was literally just panic attacks. 
It's funny now. It wasn't really funny at the time. Oh, probably not. I don't. I and the funny thing was, I didn't even think I had SARS. I was just like, something's wrong. This isn't right. It's not healthy. Yeah. Normal people don't do this. O two O three scoring leader. Oh right. Um, O two O three. Could I get a number total? One hundred and six points. That's fucked. Who got one hundred and six points in O two O three? I feel like it's a weird one. It's not who I would have thought. Like, it's a one-and-done guy, I think. Like, it's a guy who never did it before or after, maybe? Not after. I'm... Maybe before. Uh, but you gotta remember, there was like three guys that won the Art Ross before 1999, so... Oh, man. What team did he play for, imagine? Uh, I, I don't even know if that would help you. I'm but... gonna go Joe Sackick. Peter Forsberg. Yeah, that was one of the other names I was thinking. Like... <laughs> Colorado Avalanche. Oh, that doesn't help. One of those two, or I was thinking of Ginla maybe as well. But mm. uh, I think Ginla had the, the rocket. Yeah, the which was why I was thinking of Ginla, because mm. it would have kind of made sense. Not a, lot of, not a lot of goals coming off of his passing to Craig Conroy, I guess. I don't know. Um, why even bother? 2000-2001, we had a, a global outbreak of cholera around the world. Wow, that uh, wouldn't have been good. 400 deaths. That's not it. bad. I think that's the lowest on the list. That is That is the lowest on the list. So, as, as far as, you know, diseases go, not too bad. I'm looking up cholera right now, not, not who's led the scoring league. 2000, 2001? Yeah. Can I get a number total? 121 points. That's not... <laughs> yeah. Who would have got 121 points in 2000, 2001? I'm going to go... I don't think I have, I don't think I have a guy. I think I'm just going to have to throw a Hail Mary here. Okay. I'm going to guess Yarmir Yager. It was. Oh, nice. 121 points. Nice. I was not confident in that. Okay, well, um, that's not good because as, as it stands, you only got three right. And we're, we're going back in time now. This Apparently the 80s and 90s, we were real healthy. AIDS was a thing, but it's hard to track that to a season. Yeah. So we're going all the way back to 72. Hard to 73. Imagine it was just 10 years during the 80s. <laughs> All right, Coop. <laughs> For 10 seasons in a row. 81, 82. I'm going to go Gretzky. <laughs> All right, 72, 73. The London flu killed over 1,000 people around the world. Who led the NHL in scoring in 72, 73? Can I get a number total? 130 points. I'm going to go Phil Esposito. That's correct. Look at this. Big comeback. (laughs) What what, what do you mean comeback? I only got one wrong, didn't I? You got two wrong. Did I? Yeah. So what am I, four for six or something? Four for six. These are the big three. Yeah, no, this could be tricky. This is the big three. I couldn't tell you who led the league during the fucking Spanish flu, buddy. That's going to be a Hail Mary. 1968-69. Influenza A kills over a million people. Who led the initial in scoring? Number total? 126. 68. 69. It's one of two guys. It's just a matter of which one do I pick. I think 126, you said? Yeah. I think I'm going to go Phil Esposito again. That's correct. Yeah. Phil Esposito. Yeah. Getting things done back in the day, as it were. Yeah. Putting up Good the, player. Putting up the points. Yeah, you know. All right. It's my you, countryman, you know. You've technically passed... Mortadella. All right. But we got two names left here. 5758. 
You've heard of H1N1. You ain't never heard of H2N2. Killed over 2 million people, though, uh, in 57, 58. Uh, Who led the NHL in scoring? Reminder, these are all seasons that the NHL finished. Can I get a number total? 84 points. That doesn't help. (laughs) Don't know why it would. Uh, I'm going to go Maurice the Rocket Richard. Ooh, that's incorrect. Okay. That's incorrect. We're looking for Dickie Moore. Yeah. Dickie Moore. It was it was him or, or Richard. <laughs> All right, we, we've made it to 1918-1919. The Spanish flu, 100 million people. This is the season after the NHL got canceled because you know, the disease was still going on. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just tell you this, and I might be wrong. You could probably give me the first name. And I still wouldn't get the answer right. Ooh, I don't know about that. Um, oh, cool! It's Ditsy McClanaglin. <laughs> Dits, uh, Ditsy of on the on the hierarchy of like crazy first names from the uh, from like prior to 1930. Ditsy is one of my favorite. That's my go-to. I'm sure you've all noticed that. Ditsy, Dit, things like that. Dit claps. Yeah. yeah. Everyone was nicknamed Red, even though they all had different first names. Like your first name was Robert. Ah, we'll call you Red. Huh? Can I get a number total? 32 big ones. Points? Yep. Oh, man. I can't remember the guy's name. Like, the first name, though. Will you accept just a last name? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's that Malone guy. Phantom Joe Malone? Yeah, I think that's it. No. Okay. Uh, it was Steve Malone. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Newsy Lalonde. Oh, no, that's who I meant. No. Oh, damn. Oh, well. You want the tiebreaker? Yeah. All right. 1835. <laughs> <laughs> Out on a pond in what is now known as Saskatchewan. Late Winnipego. Um, all right, you got 30 seconds, and in no order, I need the top 10 scores currently for the coronavirus flu season, all right? Okay. 30 seconds. No, in no order? No order. Just okay. the top 10 guys, 30 seconds, go. Leon Dreisaitl, Austin Matthews, uh, David Pasternak, Nathan McKinnon, Artemi Panarin, Connor McDavid. Uh, fuck, I don't look this stuff up very often either. Kucherov? Nice. Ovechkin? Patterson? Oh, he was hurt. Three, two, uh, that's one. That's yeah. Not bad. You got seven. It's not bad. Uh, we were looking for uh, Brad Marchand. Yeah. I would have got that eventually. Patrick Kane? Yeah. I own and, him. Uh, in 10th place, Jack Eichel. Oh, I wouldn't have got that. I didn't think he was still that high up there. Cool. Okay. Well, there you go. That was fun. Yeah. Well, it wasn't, but whatever. It was depressing. Uh, I, I enjoyed the quiz. That was a nice, uplifting moment. Yeah, Ten million people died this year. Yeah. Um, that That is it for Laced Up this week. Uh, although it is a shortened episode and not nearly as fun as we would like. Uh, don't get used to it, because we will be back to normal. It was just kind of... It's a hard week, you know? I'm trying to fucking find a time to go to the grocery store and stock up, not knowing if they're going to be open tomorrow or earlier this week. So, um, didn't really have time to prep for this one. Um, but we figured we 
owed it to you to kind of discuss what's going on and you know, just kind of our thoughts on how you know the league might move forward and things like that. Uh, we are expecting an episode next week. Uh, we're hoping to do a bunch of, of kind of you know what would generally be called like a bonus episode for you because um, there's not going to be much current events to kind of go over. And unless anything happens kind of related to either um, the wellness of the players or the NHL coming back, we're not really going to be talking about current events at any point in the next little while, um, at least hockey-related. Probably sum up some movies for you. But, um, yeah, we're, we're hoping to do a bunch of different things. We might um, take a look back in time at a specific season. Uh, perhaps we might sit and watch an old game with you and do a commentary of that. Uh, we are planning to do, and I guess I should mention it now because it should be sooner rather than later. Now, we've been teasing this over a year now. And we are finally figuring now that is the time to bring you the Mystery Alaska bonus episode that we have uh, been craving. We know you're craving. I know there's a couple people who are excited for it. So uh, we'll be doing that. You know, a bunch of other stuff. guests? Phone interviews. Um, yeah, so I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're hoping to do that. Um, we do have a lot of ideas, so it's just going to be a matter of when do we do them and... Thank join you. join me um, on my own uh, in a bonus episode oh. next week when I uh, revisit the 2007-2008 uh, NHL franchise mode I had going on and, and break down how that uh, all progressed. Um, so as you can see, uh, Rick Nash and Jan Herdina are 1-2 here in scoring. It doesn't matter what you team Jan Herdina plays for. He gets 135 points and leads the league no matter what. Remember that? Maybe the weirdest glitch in the history of, like, hockey video games, like, in terms of sim engines. You could sim 82 games, you could do a fantasy draft, but if you have Yan Herdina, it might not have even been that year, right? It might have been before that, because I don't even know if yeah. he was in the league by then. But, like, yeah, there was just this weird thing, like, Yan Herdina would lead fucking scoring. Um, it was crazy. Him, and there's a defenseman that, uh, you could pick up on waivers, and you're just you're guaranteed like eighty points from every every fucking season. It's like Brennan Gormley or something. Oh, but and that was a thing. Like Herdina would put up like fuck numbers though. It was like back when like the leading scorer of the league would get like a hundred points. Herdina would have like fifty nine goals and sixty assists. <laughs> and like so would a few other guys. But it would be like why like is Jan Herdina? You could play him on any line. You could put him on the third line, which is where he belonged. <laughs> Um, and he would just get points. Like, it didn't matter. It's crazy. <laughs> Having said that, James and I are probably going to play a game NHL 2005. Uh, and <laughs> I'm... the only one I never owned, actually. I'm picking Yan Herdina. <laughs> Maybe it was that year. I don't know. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to find it online, and there's very little, like, evidence that it happened. But it was fucked. <laughs> it didn't happen to anybody but us. Yeah, like, it was just the, my PS4... My PS2 was fucked at the time or something. Yeah. Wow, he's only uh, 44 years old. Um, yeah, so, you know, we'll be back, and, uh, we're excited to do some other things for you, and, uh, yeah, we're wishing everyone the best in this time, I know it's gonna be kinda blah, but, uh, you know, what are you gonna do? We're gonna come out of the other end of this a little bit better, and, um, hopefully, hopefully this is the right course of action, is what I would say. Do you have anything to plug? Do you have anything that you, uh, intend to do, (laughs) Trey? I, uh, 
I was thinking the other day about writing an article for the North Side, and I sat there for five minutes, and I'm like, about what? If anyone would like to proofread my uh, paper about uh, <laughs> international sport under apartheid rule in South Africa during the 1960s and 70s, uh, you can email me directly, and uh, sure, let's get weird. We should start like a book club, and it'll just be like every week it'll be you and I talking about the book we read over the week. And just be like, what do you think? I uh, forgot to read it. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll talk about it. So, um, uh, Shylock plays this character in which... And just go on about The Merchant of Venice for an hour. Did you ever read The Merchant of Venice? I've never even heard of The Merchant which, of Venice. Which Shakespeare's have you read? Well, sorry. Which Shakespeare's have you been assigned on a class reading list? Not necessarily read. Midsummer Night's Dream? Uh, see, that's one of the only ones I've never... I don't... I don't. Oh, there's a guy named Puck in it. That's a, that's a hockey reference right there. I might do it. Yeah. Should we rename the podcast? A Midsummer Night's Dream. <laughs> if this... If this pause goes on much longer, <laughs> we might have to. Uh, that's it? Just a Midsummer Night's Dream? Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. I think that was it. Just the two, eh? Yeah. Well, I got to grade 11 and I was like, yeah, I'm not... I'm not what's the lower one right off the read? Yeah, I'll take that class. Oh, they didn't make you do uh, Shakespeare in... Um, what the fuck was it called? Like Applied? No, they did applied not. Applied English? Oh, that's pretty they cool. didn't care enough. I, I always like how... Uh, they always used to scare you when you were in uh, university and be like, you know, if you take applied English, you cannot go to university. And here's James. You're stupid. Went to university. So. Still going, too. Good, good. Well, maybe that's the problem. That's what yeah. they meant. You're going to go, but it's going to take you 14 years. All right. That's, uh, that's laced up. We'll see you soon. I'm telling you, this place is perfect. You're going to make friends in no time. Get me out of here. We're just...
Oh. 